So welcome to the very first episode of Tu Mundo Tropical, a podcast for Tropical employees and all things Tropical. I'm your host, Diana Pineda, and I'm in charge of training. We're here at Tropical's Ontario, California headquarters, and we're going to talk about Dia de los Muertos. I've got our safety coordinator, Damaris Perez, as my guest for this episode. Thanks for joining me, Damaris. Thank you for having me, Diana. So ever since the movie Coco, there are more and more people who are curious about Dia de los Muertos. So Damaris, what do you know about Dia de los Muertos? So I also watched the movie Coco, but um, in my family particularly, we don't celebrate Dia de los Muertos. Uh, for one, my mom is a Jehovah Witness, so she doesn't really celebrate that, you know, uh, part of of our culture. Um, on my dad's side, however, we do a little bit of celebration when it comes to Dia de los Muertos, but I'm not too familiar with with it when we do it, um, which kind of sucks you know that is part of my my culture um but i know that you know it's really special for us to visit our family members in our graves in their graves actually and we take flowers and to remember them um, we clean up the graves and um just kind of you know stand there for a bit talk to them um and then just let them know that we're here still but yeah that's that's normally what we do uh as part of our culture. That's awesome. So uh, Dia de los Muertos essentially is a Mexican holiday where uh, families, they come back uh, to welcome the souls of their loved ones who have passed. And uh, it's usually celebrated anywhere between October 31st to November 2nd. And, you know, a lot of people, the exception that people, uh, or that Halloween is celebrated, uh, or that Dia de los Muertos is a version of Halloween, but it really isn't. They're two, they're totally separate uh, holidays. Um, November second is also known as the uh, All Souls Day. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, according to the tradition, so it's the gates of heaven are opened at midnight on October thirty first. And the spirits of children can rejoin their families for 24 hours. And uh, the spirits of adults can do the same on November 2nd. So that's kind of the, the thought as to, or the tradition of uh, Dia de los Muertos. So, um, so have you ever created an altar or an ofrenda in your house? Not in my house. But um, like I mentioned, when we do go out to um, our family's graves, we have pictures of them at their graves. Um, but at home, we don't really carry a lot of pictures. But like that one movie, Coco, mm -hmm. I, was I was really fond by the fact that they have altars and they have their dead family members there. And I, I thought that was a really kind gesture. So uh, essentially, the, the roots of Day of the Dead is um, it actually goes back about 3,000 years to rituals that honor the dead in pre-Columbian Mesoamerica. So when we talk about pre-Columbian, that's before Columbus discovered the oh, New World. Wow, that's a long time ago. So it was the Aztecs and the Nahua uh, that were living and um, they were living in central Mexico and they held called a, a cyclical view of the universe and they saw death as an integral part of, of 
life. It was part of their life. Yeah. And so upon, a dying, upon dying, a person uh, was believed to travel to what they called Chikunamiklan. Oh, wow. It's also called the, the land of the dead. The land of the dead. Yeah. And only after getting through nine challenging levels, a journey of several years, uh, could the person's soul finally reach Miklan, and that would be considered their final resting place. Aww. Yeah, so um, the rituals of the Nawa is that um, they would actually hold their Day of the Dead in August, and um, family members would provide food, water, they would pr uh, provide tools mm -hmm. to aid them in, uh, aid the deceased in their difficult journey to, you know, to the land of Miklan. And okay. so, and so this inspired the com contemporary Day of the Dead, um, like the practices that we do today. And, uh, you know, we leave, pe we leave food for people and offerings and um, we create altars called ofrendas in our homes. And um, they're all, they're like makeshift altars where we put the photographs of our family members. We would, you know, usually the, the flower that is used for Day of the Dead is the marigold. Uh, so that's kind of a representation. Um, but you know, when I, was, when I was a kid, I remember uh, I was about 10 or 11 years old we went to Mexico during the fall, the holidays, mm -hmm. and we we traveled, and I really didn't know at the time what it was, but we walked from the little town we were at, it's called Contla, mm -hmm. and we, we would walk all the way to the cemetery, which was like a 30, 40 minute walk. And I remember the, the families, and, and I thought it was kind of cool, but I remember like the carne asadas in the, in the cemeteries yeah. and people eating and talking to their loved ones. And it was like a big party and people would dress up and they would put on like flowers in their hair. But it wasn't until like I got older and I started seeing more celebrations of, of Dia de los Muertos like in current times, yeah. right? that I started seeing like the, the calacas, you know, or, or the calaveras or the, um, what we call the, um, the skeletons, yeah. skeletons, or, <laughs> uh, or dolls. Yes. So um, what do you think about that? Like what, what it, like you being Mexican, like what is it you feel as far as like our tradition, um, when you see the celebrations and the, the culture? Yeah, so um, I it, it really intrigues me how this goes way back in time and we're still celebrating it now. Um, yeah, like you mentioned, I, I actually see the same when I go to my, where I was born in Mexico, um, we see a lot of those celebrations in the graveyards and they're out there, you know, um, they use this day to, uh, remember their dead ones and their loved ones um, and I think it's actually a really good way to bring the family together and remember the happy times that they had with their loved ones so I think that's really special yeah do you um, now that you know more about uh, Dia de los Muertos do you celebrate at all um, 
so here in the United States, it's a little different than what, you know, we would see in, in Mexico. So, for example, in, in Mexico, you would go to the graveyards and meet with the family and, and you know, give them flowers. Here's a little different. We, we celebrate October 31st as Halloween. Yeah. Right? And um, my son is more exposed to, to Halloween. And, and so he, he thinks of it as well, I got to dress up and I get candy this day, you know, so it, it doesn't bring that culture to him, which we we should probably, you yeah. know, uh, remind them what what the other Los Muertos is. But for him and for me, I'm actually, you know, since I've been here for more than 20 years, um, I'm getting used to this this day as more Halloween and not Dia de los Muertos. Um, but, you know, watching that movie, Coco, I was always like, you know, maybe we should have an altar and, and you know, have pictures of our family and our loved ones and, and, you know, remember them in the special day because that is actually really important. You know, uh, that's that's exactly why I enjoyed watching that movie, too. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't until uh, my brother passed last year mm-hmm. that I decided it would be fun or interesting, I should say, to celebrate Dia de los Muertos. Uh, and that was kind of, last year was the first time that I had, that I had celebrated because, you know, I was so close to my brother and, and, you know, according to traditions as well, is like that, that uh, once they, their body is, uh, you know, gone, that their souls still you know, they, it still goes on. And instead of, mm-hmm. instead of like weeping and being sad, that it's a celebration of like them going to the next level. Yeah. So, um, you know, sometimes it, what, what I enjoy about Dia de los Muertos is more of the celebration that they're still here with us in, um, you know, in spirit and that it, that it's okay. It's okay not to feel that just because their pre- like their physical being isn't here. That, that uh, so anyway, I I created an ofrenda at home, so I put pictures, and then it, it kind of got me thinking about like my other family members that have passed. So I was you know able to look for pictures yeah. of my like grandmother or my husband's family, mm-hmm. and I put those on the altar. Yeah, and I decorated it with like uh, with the marigolds and um, the the papel, the what yeah, is it, yeah. the, the paper that like really thin paper with like um, I, I can't remember the name of that paper, but it's like the ones you put in presents. Uh, yeah, it's like it's like a crepe paper, and it, it has like little like little holes all over yeah, it, yeah, and then they hang it up yes. like banners. Yeah. So in colorful um, banners, and then I put like a sarape to uh you know to to show that that you know it's a it's a it's a fun um tradition for us as mexicans you know so uh in ancient europe uh pagan celebrations of the dead they also took place in the fall and it consisted of bonfires uh dancing feasting um, some of those customs survived even after the rise of the Roman Catholic Church. And so um, they adopted these traditions and these celebrations in um, these Catholic holidays. And so uh, when it comes to those days, it's also known as All Saints Day or uh, All Souls Day. 
And those uh, days are celebrated in the first two days of November. And so uh, in medieval Spain, people would bring wine and pan de animas, which right now we call um, like pan de muerto. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever had it. I just remember it being like, uh, you know, I, I, I was told that it was supposed to be sweet, but uh, for me, it was like very bland. Yeah. But it's also known as spirit bread. And um, they would bring these these uh, items to the graves of loved ones on All Souls Day. And they would also cover the graves with flowers. They would light candles. Um, and it's a way to illuminate the dead souls way back to their homes on Earth. And so, um, but anyway, in the 16th century, Spanish conquistadores, they brought such traditions with them to the New World. And, um, you know, they had a, a darker view of death um, that was uh, more because of the bubonic plague that, that affected um, them. And, and, you know, I guess that was when they were coming into the New World, I guess that was a big thing at the time, the plague, the bubonic yeah. plague. And so... Um, you know, they did have a darker view of it, but, um, you know, Dia de los Muertos is not, as commonly thought, a version of Halloween, mm -hmm. right? Um, though it's two holidays that do share some traditions, mm -hmm. like um, like people dressing up, you know, or um, they, they do parades, yeah. you know, so... Um, but anyway, it's Day of the Dead is believed to be um, the border between the spirit world and the real world. Yeah. So, um, so, um, so we talk a lot about family members coming from the other side. Um, but there has been talk about, you know, Dia de los Muertos in hell and what that looks like. What is that? What is Dia de los Muertos in hell? Like, where did you get that from? I, I saw that in a podcast um, online and, you know, they talk about how how it looks like for those that are in hell, you know, Ooh. that they're not able to cross to the other side because they're stuck in this place um, where they're not able to cross to the other side. Oh, wow. So, I mean, that's a good question to ask. Like, what does it look like? In the, or what do you think it looks like in the other side of hell? I know, I know you know... Growing up, my mom always taught us about God. Yeah. And, you know, in her religion, like I mentioned in, in uh, earlier, she's a Jehovah Witness, yeah. right? Um, they believe that, you know, the closer you get to God, you get to a better place. Yeah. You don't get close to God, you go to hell. Or you're in hell. Or you're in hell. Um, you know, same thing. If you're a bad person, you know, you go to hell. So, you know, it's a good question to ask those that that are in hell and they're not able are they not able to come and see their families in November 2nd uh, as part of our culture, right? As Dia de los Muertos. So. That, that would be an interesting question to ask. Right. You know, but I don't know who, who do you ask? You go to church. <laughs> you go to church. <laughs> you go to church and find out. It's important. I think that's important. That one thing that we don't talk about is we do celebrate these days, like for example, Dia de los Muertos. But I, I believe it's important that we you know you you talk to to God, right? You know, you talk to them every single day and let them know, protect my family members. You know, 
protect protect my loved ones. So when we do come to this day, November 2nd, you know, we get to bond with our family members in a special day is what I think. So you know what, Diana? One thing that really um, caught my attention was why do we bring them food? You know, we were talking about altars and bringing pan, pan de muertos, bringing them water. Why do you think we do that? Why do we bring food? So, like, why would, would we bring tortillas and why do we make carne asada? Yeah. It's a very simple answer. What's the answer? Just in case they get hungry. What? <laughs> but they don't even have bodies. It's a spirit. It's the, the spirit coming from another world. Or is going to another world. Because remember how I talked about there's nine levels? Right. So, I'm sure the journey. It's going to be a long and, um, you know, if they get hungry, I, I mean, do you think they're going to be able to, I don't know, something like that? Would I want tortillas? I, I mean, I don't want bland pan. So if, if that was ever me, I want something very, I don't know, like tamales. Yeah. <laughs> Champurrado. <laughs> well, they do make, uh, they do bring out atole. Atole is really right? good. Right? Yes. Right? But you know what was uh, interesting? I did see this, this uh, article and um, they were talking about, you know, the article's called The Importance of Food in Dia de Muertos. And it's actually from a blog of a college, I believe. I'm not sure. But anyway, so, um, so uh, one, of the, one of the purposes, according to this article, is that it serves as nourishment for the deceased and it's believed that the journey back from the spirit world is a long one. So I guess it sounds to me like they bring food because the journey is long for them and in order for them to come back during Dia de los Muertos, then we have to feed them. Kind of like what we do when we have families come over to the house, right? So that's why it's important for this holiday for for uh, to, for us to have food, so that they can be nourished, so that when they come, you know, I'm sure they're gonna be tired. Yeah. So um, I think you know, doing carne asada, that's really good. You get to eat. You know, they get to take that food back. What virtually? I, yeah. What I find, what I, I guess, what I find interesting as well is like, what do you do with the food after? That's what I was I was reading um, up on that. Uh, people ask, can you eat the food from the ofrenda? That's a good question. And does anyone ever answer it? Um, it says the ofrendas are left out in homes as a welcoming gesture for the disease. So I think after, you know, you throw it away, they, they take the food spiritually and then... Interesting. The physical food is left out and then thrown out after. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, I can understand what, what yeah. No, that's it. It's kind of, um, if, if you if you recall in the movie Coco, they have the ofrenda and they, they have, you know, their food there. If I'm not mistaken, right, they take the food with them? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, I feel like that concept of how they travel, right? It was a long bridge from where they're they're at to the destination they need to get to, and um, 
it, I, I found it really nice how they travel with the, these flowers, really pretty, you know, scenery. Um, so, I mean, hopefully one day we all get to uh, yeah, that would be really interesting. Uh, I, I mean, I would, like, after I die, I would still want to be remembered. I would, too. I would still want for, uh, because I want to leave a positive, like, imprint of myself on this world, I would hope that it would be celebrated in some way or another. And if that means that you know, they put my picture out, but, you know, during Dia de los Muertos, I'm all for that. Yeah, you know, and we don't see that much here. When I visit, you know, I visit my grandma once a year, I go to Mexico, and I, first thing, when you walk into her house, she has pictures all over her wall. Pictures of, of uh, you know, her deceased sisters, her uh, parents are up there, her husband who passed away, Everyone is up there, and you know she still has pictures of you know us when we were young, my mom when she was young. So she just leaves them there, and every year that I go, it never changes. It, it stays the same, and I that's that's uh, my mom's side or my mom's mom. When I go to my dad's side of the family, same thing. They have pictures of their loved loved ones on the walls, and they never change. And if you walk in my house, I, I don't have any pictures at all of my grandma, my grandparents, no one. So, you know, like going back to your your, your statement, you want to get remembered, you want to be remembered. And I feel like we're forgetting that as as older as as we grow older, I feel like we're letting go of that culture that we had when we were kids. Or our traditions, right? Our actual traditions or where originated from. So... Like, is this something that you want to like revive or bring back? Yeah, I mean, talking about it now is like what I teach my son. I, I don't really teach him. It's more of what he sees, right? Everyone does it. Everyone dresses up. Everyone goes and trick-or-treats. But what's the actual purpose of the holiday, right? right? And a lot of times I feel like we look at, you know, these holidays and, and we're, we're getting a different concept of a lot of the holidays that we actually celebrate. Mm -hmm. um, for example, you know, uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is coming up, and we don't really uh, celebrate it the way that we should be, right? With family members and and bringing everybody together. It's more like, hey, what are you cooking today? <laughs> right. And right. and I get that question a lot. What are you cooking today? You know, or what are you cooking for Thanksgiving? No, the holiday is for gathering, gathering with the family. It's gratitude. Gratitude, being thankful. Um, but I feel like we, as, as we grow, we forget that. And it, it is, it, it starts with us, right? You know, right. I, I, as a mother, should be teaching my son, hey, you know, you had grandparents and this is how they were and let's, you know, remember them. And yeah, your loved ones. absolutely. And you know what's interesting, though, is, is like when I spoke to my mom about Dia de los Muertos or whether she celebrated she said that they did celebrate mm -hmm. it, but my dad, in the, like, I guess he grew up in the city mm -hmm. of, of Torreon, and he didn't celebrate it as much there. He, mm -hmm. he would see parades, but it wasn't, like, really well celebrated. So when they came here, they didn't expose us to any of that. I didn't get exposed to Dia de los Muertos until I was, like, maybe in grade school, you know? And then, uh, and then, but, but, 
Yeah, it was like, a, it was, I, I had asked questions about Dia de los Muertos after my experience when I went to Mexico the very first time when I was a child. Right. And so that was my first experience. But when I came back, we didn't really talk a lot about it. And then now that it's being celebrated more in the United States, now that there's like 30 million Mexicans in the U.S., according to the census data, uh, you know, it's it's more uh, it's like more celebrated. Yeah. And it's it's eventually going to be more mainstream that it's going to be a holiday that we're all excited to celebrate. Yeah, and I, and I think um, another thing that I was just thinking as well is um, how we how things are done here versus over there when someone passes away. So, for example, here, we don't... Well, you know, I, I've never actually been in a situation where, uh, you know, we had a family member that passed away. But recently, my husband's um, cousin... Mm-hmm. He passed away um, in his sleep, actually. Oh, wow. And so what happens is um, you go to church, right? You tell the church, um, I want to recognize this person. You know, you kind of like blessing them, right? Blessing your journey to your next life. So you go to church, you know, family members go to church, and it's, it's a day to you to kind of remember remember that person, you know, and you go to the graveyard, they're burying them. It's it's really different from how it's done in Mexico. So how it's done over there, I know I've, I recently also had a family member that passed away last year in Mexico. And what we did was um, they passed away and then the following day, they spent all day with their body, the family did. So they sat around, um, they had the, you know, they had the family member in front of them, and and they were just there in silence all day from morning till night. And I wondered why why do they do that? That's like I've never I I, I, I never understood the concept of why we stand there or we you know we're with them. Yeah. Maybe it takes a certain amount of time for the actual spirit to leave. I don't know, but last week because my nephew the one that passed away last week at 19 days old yeah uh it was his first birthday and so we saw people like they had their blankets on the ground and they had their lawn chairs like yeah. having dinner with their deceased loved one right what i found interesting um i don't do that i know my family doesn't do that but I, I mean, it's common to see that. Or maybe now that I'm visiting the cemetery more often, I see that more with, with uh, you know, people that are buried, I guess. Yeah. So I'm thinking, I wonder if their spirits stick around, stick around. And how long do they stick around? That's a good question to ask. Because a lot of times, you know, I've heard stories, ghost stories, for example. Yeah. Yeah, so well, you know my ghost story. Yeah, so see, that's what I'm saying. It's like if you know there's a presence there, I wonder if it's like a spirit walking around or, or, or if they're lost. Or if it's your loved one or looking for a place to go. I don't right. know. Do yeah. they ever find the light? That's a good question. I, I'm sure eventually they do. And I mean, obviously, we're not going to know what happens after death until after we die. 
Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, it's it's kind of interesting to you know kind of figure that out. Like, what does happen, yeah. and how long does it take? Yeah. Well, apparently, it's a long journey. It's a long journey, and I've seen stories of of uh, individuals that have been in like a traumatic event. Yeah. And they're telling a story of the afterlife. That they get there, but oh, they come yeah. back. Yeah. And they talk about how it's a, such a wonderful place to be. You know, there's, you know, you, they've seen their loved ones out there. That's pretty yeah, that is pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I guess overall, you know, we should remember our loved ones or the people who've passed, uh, you know, kind of every day, you know, yeah. so that they don't forget or they don't we don't forget like the impact they made on the earth, mm -hmm. you know? So I think that would be awesome to do. Yeah. And I think um, for me, it, it would be really nice to talk to my son and you know, like how his grandma was when she was younger and you know, the things that she used to do for us and how she used to care for us because as they grow older, even now he's asking mom, you know, how. Did mom, did grandma have a mom? You know, yeah. how was she? Did she live in Mexico? Did she live here? Like, he has a lot of questions. And I think that, you know, just kind of relaying that information to him now, like, it's good. Yeah, no, I think it's great to answer those questions, especially kids, you know, uh, answer their questions. Because I'm sure that they have a lot of questions they about death. a lot of questions. Especially right now with, with, you know, being more exposed to Dia de los Muertos mm -hmm. as opposed to what, like when we grew up, it wasn't as much, but uh, but now that, that there's more exposure, there's people celebrating. I mean, in downtown LA, they have parades, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, the, the, yeah, and it's like a big deal. So now that it's a, like more of a big deal, you know, let's answer their questions. Yeah. Because if, if we don't answer their questions, then they're going to look elsewhere. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But so overall, going back to like the traditions of, of Dia de los Muertos, I guess what it, it boils down to is uh, on November 2nd, we celebrate Dia de los Muertos because that door opens on the night of November 1st. And they're with us for 24 hours we provide food for them because the journey back to the to the uh, land of the living is a long journey from where they're coming from. And, you know, we provide or create ofrendas so that we can remember who is coming to visit. Mm -hmm. and, or, or maybe like who we're inviting to come back. Yeah. Uh, and it's a tradition that goes back back thousands of years uh, from from once being celebrated in August by by the Mexican people, like by the indigenous people. Mm -hmm. And then um, but then taking it to uh, or, or uh, moving the holiday to November 2nd from uh, because the Spaniards celebrate All Souls Day on November 2nd. So that's, you know, so that's kind of how that um, whole, I guess, marriage of the two 
of the two uh, traditions and holidays kind of came together. And so essentially, Dia de los Muertos is, is a really significant holiday, especially in this day and age. Um, I know that in Mexico City, they, they celebrate it like a big parade. They do, they do something really huge. Yeah. Yeah. It goes a long way with what they do for Christmas. Which I think it's awesome. I, I yeah. remember seeing it like on a movie. I don't know. I think it was like one of those 007 movies mm-hmm. where they had this like real like big parade. Do you yeah, remember that? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So I remember seeing that. I was like, oh my, that is so cool. That is so cool. And, um, you know, I've been to a lot of parades in Mexico. They do, you know, one every year. But Dia de los Muertos is really special for them. Um, where I'm from, banda is really common, right? Yeah. So... Uh, you know, going to the graves, that's all you hear. Banda, celebrations, and just kind of like, you know, a combination of everything. And, and it's, it's special because you're you're having such a great time knowing that you're going to have the presence of your loved ones there. That's awesome. Well, thanks for being with me, Damaris. Well, it was so fun. Was it? Yeah. Oh, good, good. So I first want to thank Damaris for joining us here at Mundo Tropical. So uh, also for our listeners, thanks for joining us on Tu Mundo Tropical. Make sure you check out our websites at heladosmexico.com and michoacana.com. Tu Mundo Tropical will be hosting a show every month, so please listen on Spotify or subscribe on rss.com forward slash podcasts forward slash Tu Mundo Tropical.